Joining us right now, the president and CEO of Atlanta United, Garth Lagerway. Garth, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing good. Uh, enjoying a happy hour Friday here. Well, not that part of it yet. Hopefully, uh, hopefully soon. Hour and a half, I will. Yeah. I'll have a logger way or five hopefully after soon. the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, a lot to talk about from, uh, from an MLS perspective this week. So let's just start with the big news. What was your reaction when you found out for sure, officially, that Messi was coming to MLS? Well, let, let me say, right now he has not signed the contract yet. So I don't know that we know officially. But we do know for Messi that he's, that he's coming. So that seems like... Uh, a lot to go on. Um, look, it was really exciting. I, I had a little bit of inside information on this one. Uh, the general manager of uh, Miami is a guy named Chris Henderson. He and I worked together in Seattle for eight years. Uh, so we had some, some inkling, some intuition that this might happen. Um, and really excited uh, if it comes to pass. Um, but it, it's been, you know, I'll just give you some numbers. We, we, we sensed the announcement by Messi on his social media. We've sold 20,000 tickets. Um, to that game in September. Uh, simultaneously, the game against DC United tomorrow, uh, basically all but sold out, just a couple tickets remaining. Um, and then third, you know, we have a wait list for season tickets, and we added, you know, we're adding folks to that, you know, in the last 24 hours as well. So, so people that are just trying to get into the building for next season uh, in case, you know, uh, Messi comes and, and uh, you know, the report, media reports are signed up a uh, two to three year contract. So, you know, we'll see what happens, but I mean, some objectively really exciting uh, information out there. And, you know, look, it's, we have Thiago Amana on our team. He's our best player. Um, and, you know, he just won the world cup with Leo Messi. So, and, you know, now we got two world cup winners in MLS uh, and, and one with a direct connection to Atlanta United. Well, talk about trickle-down messinomics, my friend. That's what it sounds like to me. Garth, I was looking at your resume. Of course, you went to Duke. My daughter's about to start her third year at uh, Chapel Hill, by the way, but that's okay. You were a guest columnist for uh, Sports Illustrated when you are playing down in Miami, and you also work for Latham & Watkins. I've heard of Latham & Watkins. That's one of the most prestigious law firms in the world. Why would you leave that to uh, come to the MLS? You know what? Uh, the, 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 the people there thought I was nuts, just to be clear. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you a little story. We'll try to make it quick. But uh, I, I had uh, been interviewing for the RSL job. This was back in 2007. And um, I got called in the office of the managing partner at Latham. Um, and he more or less asked me that question. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and and uh, I, I said, uh, you know, look, I think this is a league on the rise. And I think it has a ton of potential. And you know, at that time, Salt Lake had finished last uh, in two consecutive years and was, was on its way to a third last place finish. Um, and I said, hey, I think I can make a difference. Um, and, you know, what the managing partner did to his great credit, he said, look, how about I negotiate your contract for you and we use you on every piece of recruiting literature that Latham Watkins puts out, you know, for the next couple of years. Um, and so we made the wow. deal there and then, and, and he supported me and, and, uh, his name's Rick Bernthal and he's you know, one of my great mentors and, you know, shows you what a great culture that Latham had. Um, but it also, it shows like this was the bet, you know, Beckham signed, um, right around, right before I, I went to Salt Lake, Beckham had signed with the LA galaxy. They created the designated player rule. Um, and there was the first level of buzz and that launch led to, uh, since that time, I think we have. 15 expansion teams in 16 years, something like that. We're at 29. We just announced San Diego as the 30th team launching in 2025. So, you know, an expansion team a year. 
the expansion fees have gone up at that time from around 30 million to the last the most recent one was was uh, almost half a billion or a little bit more than half a billion sorry so you know you're seeing real appreciation of uh, these assets, and you know, it feels like now a pretty good decision I made back in 2007. No doubt. Uh, being from Seattle as well, I know a lot of uh, Sounders fans that are very happy that you made that decision. Also, um, let, let's sort of let's apply the uh, the Beckham effect to now. And I know it's impossible to say because no one can tell the future. But you know, you're sort of speculating as to what it may be. To what the if Beckham led to all that expansion and, and all that revenue and then potentially Messi coming all these years later, what does Messi coming mean for the next decade or so? So, so Beckham was necessary to, to for the foundation. MLS really didn't exist um, before then. You know, it'd been around for twelve years. You know, but like guys like me were playing in it, right? Like, like <laughs> you know, I was picked 150th in the, in the inaugural draft was arguably the least talented player in the history. So that was always the, the <laughs> lowest surviving draft pick all five of the years I played in the league. So you started those very humble beginnings and you get up to uh, Beckham signing and, you know, people really wanting tickets in the mainstream for the first time, doing talk shows, et cetera. What you have with Messi is a real accelerant, um, a real a, a chance now to unleash all this unlocked potential. So just look at it this way. Messi's won seven balloon doors. That's the award that's given to the best player in the world of soccer, right? So not just one league, but all the leagues, right? He's won that seven times. That's more MVPs than Tom Brady or Michael Jordan. And I believe it's as many as they have combined. So put that in, put that in context. That's what's happening. This is a cultural phenomenon now in terms of what is coming. And really, this is a piece of MLS ascending to the global stage. Think of this in terms of, just what you might be able to see soccer-wise in Atlanta coming forward. This summer, we got Miggy Almiron, our, our former player, and Newcastle United coming back as part of an English Premier League exhibition. Next summer, we have a bid in uh, to potentially host Copa America. Copa right. America is the South American Championship. Again, Thiago, our Thiago Almada potentially playing with Leo Messi in that Copa America next summer. World Cup in 26. Potential for Women's World Cup in 27. And then the Olympics in 28. And for uh, the Olympics, that is a, uh, a national women's soccer competition, as well as an under-23 men's soccer competition. So potential to host games in Atlanta for that as well. So, you know, if, if I, I, we've been talking about this, the World Cup as a generational opportunity to grow sport. If you look at that runway now and you say we just poured that rocket fuel and messy uh, uh, onto MLS, I think soccer is going to be a big deal, and I think MLS is going to be ascending global stage, and, and this, is, this is the first step, but this is a completely different level of impact because you had to have Beckham first. You had to lay that foundation. You had to have the stadiums and the teams. You had to have Mercedes-Benz Stadium for this to matter, but we now have all the infrastructure in place. We got a global television deal with Apple, first one of its kind, and now you add Messi. Now we're going to go. For those international matches at Mercedes, don't you have to put down natural grass, though? They can't play on turf, can they? Uh, some of them can. Some of them can't. Depends. Uh, you know, so certainly for the World Cup, there's going to be grass. Look, I do think there's going to be grass more likely uh, for the other ones. Um, but I also think that that conversation is evolving. Turf keeps getting better. Um, we change the turf very regularly at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. As you alluded to, you know, I'm coming from Seattle. We had turf in Seattle. Um, you know, we've, we've just not had any issues operationally from turf versus grass. And so we'll see how that conversation evolves. But yes, 
I do think you're probably putting it down on a temporary short-term basis um, for some of these big events. Garth Lagerway joining us here on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy, Atlanta United President and CEO. Garth, if if some of what is being reported at, as far as Messi's contract and some of the creative details of it are true, does this open the door to other teams, particularly Atlanta United, maybe being able to get creative with contracts like that to go get other international superstar players to come to MLS? Yeah, look, I think we got to wait and see how how the ink dries, right? I mean, we sure. haven't, I've had all the same reporting you guys have. I think it's exciting. I think it's creative. But I don't know if any of it's true. So, so we got to wait and find out if it's true, find out what those details are. And then, yes, you know, I think if, if you look at uh, Miami, if this is a commercial success for them, then, look, everyone is going to be incentivized uh, to try to use these tools for the right star. But let's also be clear, you know, Messi is arguably the greatest player of all time in all team sports. So again, like to, to, to our audience here in Atlanta, he's, he's arguably clearly better than Tom Brady, right? I grew up in Chicago, you know, maybe better than Michael Jordan. You know, that, there's not a big market of those. You can't go out and be like, oh, I'm going to find soccer player number two, and he's also going to be better than Tom. You know, Tom Brady's still the GOAT, right? Uh, Michael Jordan's still the GOAT. So this may be a one-of-one situation in terms of, the profile, the timing, having just won the World Cup, it could be that this is a very special set of circumstances. Sure. Well, it seems like uh, Atlanta United kind of set the standard. You go out and find the young prodigies who are uh, young and cheap, and then you sell them off, and it seems like that's worked very well so far. It, it has. It has. And, and look, you know, as the league grows, you're going to need you know, players potentially with more experience as well, right? The, the right. trick here is to constantly evolve. And again, I think MLS is going to go like you're shot out of a cannon now. You know, if you look at the economics just in the last 24 hours since this deal was potentially announced, you know, I think big, big things are ahead, and we're going to have to be cognizant of of evolving our profile for players as well uh, with Atlanta United. Because I think you're going to see more and more big players between Apple and Messi. People from all over the world will be tuning in. Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and again, people don't realize this enough locally. This, it is routinely in the top 25 biggest crowds in the world. Mm-hmm. It is arguably the best soccer stadium in the world. The number, you know, there, there are no other $2 billion soccer stadiums. They don't exist. So people are going to see this from around the world and be like, wait a second. I want to come play there. And so I, I think people are going to come knocking on the door of Atlanta United that are going to get real excited here in the next couple of years. Garth, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for the time. You got it, guys. Thanks for having me.